Welcome to Nacho Fitness Coach. I'm Sarah, the expert. And I'm Kaylee, the beginner. Join us as we discuss fitness culture from our two very different perspectives. So grab yourself a protein shake or a glass of wine and let's get started. So Kaylee, have you ever heard about fit to fat to fit? Nope. Nothing. No. Fit to fat. <laughs> fit? How much would would woodchuck to woodchuck to check with Peter Piper pick to pick up pickle peppers? How many pickle peppers do Peter Piper? Fit to fat to fit. Fit to fat to fit. So fit, okay. Fit to fat to fit. Oh, so we're talking about me <laughs> again. Wait, were you fit before? No. Skinny fit. Skinny fit. Skinny, Skinny fit. fat. Fit fat. Fit fit fat. Patty whack. No, no. We're just going to have an entire episode where we quote oh. like nursery rhymes and tongue twisters <laughs> that we can probably get way too far in a conversation oh, on that. Oh God. No, I don't know what fit to fat to fit means. Okay. So there was a trainer. We'd have to Google his name because I honestly don't even know. I could picture to go- him. Do you want me to Google yeah, as we talk? You, you know what? Why don't you Google it? And let's just right. see. I know my what, way like, say around Wiki- the Google machine. Let's just see what Wikipedia says about, or they probably have a web. There's probably a website that's okay. fit to fat to fit. Um, but the general premise, and we'll get the details as you find it, is that there was a trainer who went on this journey. It's a TV was, program? Well, it gets to that, but it oh, started okay. as this own guy's kind of personal experiment okay. that he documented. And he was a fit trainer. He gained, I feel like it was like 30 to 40 pounds ish. So then that way he maybe is a little bit more than that, but then that way he was fat. Drew Manning. Sure. That sounds yeah. about right. Okay. Does it say how much weight he gained? Maybe it's more than 30 to 40. 60? Okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Drew embarked on an experiment to gain 70 pounds oh. in six months. Then he set about losing it again and getting back to health and fitness in the following six months. So it was over the course of a year. Yep. Okay. And then he, it was so much more than he expected and he wrote a book about it. Okay. So it was a personal journey, wrote a book, was a trainer who was fit, gained 70 pounds. Let me tell you this. Really is the experiment, I feel like, to be somebody that's starting their journey of the fat loss portion. Yeah. He said, okay, it says the first thing was how easily. Now is wait, this on, on the Fit to Fat to Fit website? No. Uh, no. Lowcarbusa.org. Okay. It's just kind of a yeah rundown. blog. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cliff's Notes version. Okay. These people got to see him in person. He presented the insights he gained from his fit to fat to fit experience. The first thing was how easily he put on the weight when he let himself go. People told him his genetics wouldn't allow it, but six months later, he had put on 75 pounds. He went from 8% body fat to 32% body fat. Suddenly, he understood what it was like for people to try and function when they are overweight. Wow. Yeah. So it was this personal experiment turned into... You know, he documented that. Yeah. Then. And so he went through the whole process with, yes, he was surprised at how much he, how fast he gained it. Yeah. People didn't think that he would. But then the true part of the journey, I think that he was really after was after he was that plus 70 pounds, getting into his client's uh-huh. mind of where they're at in their journeys when they start in like the weight loss portion yeah. and how. Which how makes sense because I do think. F- from time to time, there is a disconnect there because the people seeking out fitness training are not the same people dispensing right fitness training. Yeah, no. 
there's a lot. I went to a, a continuing education like weekend. I'm trying to find pictures. <laughs> and there was, you know, there was one presenter that talked about, he's like, if you get nothing else from my presentation, all I want is for you to have empathy for your patients or your clients. Just yeah. be empathetic with where they're at because some of it's lifestyle related. Some of it is like not their own personal lifestyle, but family lifestyle upbringing. Mm-hmm. Some of it's environmental. Like there's all these different factors yeah. You can't just be that hard ass trainer that just takes everyone through the same. Right. No. Cutter. And I think, honestly, I do think that speaks to me and you and the dynamic that we have is that I did not grow up doing youth sports. I did not do high school sports. I did not ever work out in my life up till now. And I think for you, I think that's a difficult thing for you to wrap your head around as much as you would love to be right empathetic or whatever about that. That's not your lived experience and mm-hmm. that's fine. But for as me, somebody coming to you, like, help me. You're like, well, just suck it up. Just do like it. I always have. <laughs> that's not always my answer. It's not, but like, that's the, that's the <laughs> general, it is, like. It is hard because a lot of people. I don't have those foundations. I don't have those, right. you know, those building blocks. Well, and if you take a look at somebody who becomes a personal trainer, they tick typically have come from some mm-hmm. sort of background of yeah. being active. Not always, but yeah. Not always, typically. but I would say most typically that's how you find that profession mm-hmm. is because that's been something that's been a part of your life. You're yeah, good at that. Become a fitness trainer. You know what? Well, that's, <laughs> so I never thought that that was going to be my path. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, yes, I was an athlete. I had always been active. I have a pretty active family. I was a collegiate athlete. But then I graduated and I had business degrees. So I got into the corporate world Yep. and it was, you know, flash forward, what, five, seven years later for me, it was that corporate lifestyle that was my fork in the road where I was like, okay, I I don't recognize myself anymore. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is my time. Am I going to keep going down this path and become this person? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to find a way to infuse like my life that I knew growing up. Right. Then you had that to fall back on. Yes. It wasn't like you were just starting from scratch. I was like, how, but, but yes, but also no, because it's also a really weird thing. Always being an athlete because the things you have to do to be a healthy adult are Are not not, the same, not even close, you know? So yes, you know, I had some experience in strength training. I had experience of feeling what it was like to be out of breath. Like you have those physical feelings that you remember, uh-huh. but the way you train to be an athlete is not at all the same that you train no. to, to achieve health and wellness goals, fat loss goals. Well, that's why I said goals. a like, few episodes ago is that like, I'm frustrated that I waited until I was 37 or 36 to do this because how much easier would it have been five years ago, 10 years right. ago when yeah. you're not 37. Right. Well, and it's never too late. It's never too late to start. But right. Would it have been easier maybe maybe probably not. well i mean probably. yes you know you, you have less habits then again i was having babies be back then and i know you don't really think about it quite as much so you know that is that is a real thing though you know you get you get people that you're right the people that are producing the content producing the information mm-hmm. the coaches that's where you know it's not in my opinion it's not just about what you know as a coach we all know about nutrition and exercise yeah. and we've studied whatever else but what have you done to go become an actual good coach? Yeah. What class did you go gain 70 pounds and then try to lose well, it? You know, that's <laughs> kind of to the extreme. Actually I gained what? 85. Well, yeah. I was pregnant. You so, you know, You've done it. Just, that's why I trust you. Yeah, there we go. No, I watched like, it. I've seen it. it. Was, 
I've watched it's you for real. the last eight years. It's real. <laughs> you know, and she like people, and you can't write off pregnancy weight. Yes, you probably have an extra, what, 15, 20 pounds. It's the baby, your increased blood, all the things. But I mean, in water weight, but yeah. I gained a lot of fat too. Yeah. I mean, I that's too. not all just water babies. I mean, my body just liked to be thick, which I'm fine with because I have healthy babies and it was the way that it worked for me. But yeah. um, I've, got, I've got his pictures pulled up. Okay. That's I'll, crazy. The side to side. I'm thinking this is the before. I'm sure. And then the after the 70 pound weight gain. 70 pounds is a lot. Like that's way Ooh, more than I had in my, that's rough. I remembered it was. Do you remember long ago? Well, you probably were still in high school, but like early 2000s when that Super Size Me movie oh, came yeah, out yeah, and yeah. he had to. Eat McDonald's he every had, day. He ate McDonald's every meal every day. And if they oh, asked him if he wanted to supersize it, he, he had, had to, to say yes. Yep. And he had to eat it. And at the beginning, they were like, this won't really do that much to you. This won't do that much. And he had his fiance that was a big health yeah. advocate. She might have been vegan or something. She mm-hmm. was. And he went and got medically, like he had medical professionals watching. Yep, it was watching. only 30 days. And they, you know, I don't think I ever watched this, but I do know exactly what. Oh, it is worth a watch. I mean, it's it's older older at this point, but it is actually really interesting to see. For me, it was interesting to see the people who were professionals watching his journey, thinking that it wouldn't make that big of a difference. They were shocked, not only about how much his weight, but like his fiance at one point, she tried talking about finishing it because he just was so lethargic. He had no energy. He wanted to sleep all of the time. And then they were doing blood work and the medical doctors could not believe, I think it was maybe his cholesterol. It's been a long time since I've watched now all of his numbers, how much they increased. Like they, they did not think that it was going to have any kind of effect. And they were like, floored oh my god so it was crazy because and he was like drinking the soda eating the fries yep. all of it yep oh, he wow. had to order every meal so you're like that's 90 90 meals right yeah. 30 days pray th- oh yeah breakfast lunch and dinner oh, at breakfast nothing beats a good mcdonald's and breakfast. well <laughs> but if they asked him to supersize it he had to he had to say yes and he had to finish it is that a thing what was that that used to be a thing? I've never been asked if I want to supersize it. It was back then. It was. I remember going. I mean, they asked me like medium or large. I don't know that they even do supersizes anymore. I don't think they do. Probably because of that. Probably because was, their <laughs> margins were not great. And then they didn't have great PR yeah. publicity with it. Oh, man. Oh, well, that doesn't stop people going to McDonald's. Trains because hot tonight, by the way. as a hopping time. <laughs> But the McDonald's here will have a line around the building at the most random parts of the day. It hasn't stopped people from eating McDonald's. What is your, I don't know, how many times a month is acceptable to eat McDonald's? It depends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, if you ask me, I've never enjoyed the taste of McDonald's food. I like a good chocolate shake probably from there. Yeah. Fries are nice. So, like, if I told you right now that, like, I'm eating McDonald's five to eight times a month, does that sound excessive? I don't know. I'm just asking. Sure, maybe. What is that first first thought? I'm asking. Judgment. I want all the judgment. What do you think when I say that? Well, I don't know if you can blame McDonald's. Is it all fast food or you just... No, I want McDonald's specifically. Okay. Well, we did bring up Super Because I think, I feel like McDonald's is, like, kind of in a category it is in a category of its own. That's so true. Um, Not that the rest are great. 
but I, I feel like I mean, McDonald's that's what, once, once or twice a week. Yeah. yeah, I guess it would be, wouldn't it? Which probably isn't far off from my. Seems like a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's probably been years since I've driven through McDonald's. Really? Here. Oh yeah. You don't I... have the mobile app. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Oh, they I have this new thing where I drive through for the McCafes. Like before, yeah. we had drive-through coffee. I would go through and get like a McCafe. Now they have this thing where I haven't experienced it, but if you use the mobile app. When you drive up and you tell them your mobile app code, your name pops up on their screen. They're like, welcome back, Kaylee. Oh. I have an experience. I read an article about it. I don't know if it's here locally. But I'm like, you know what? That's not any different. I have the local Mexican restaurant. They don't even know my name. Well, they do know. They know me, my voice. Yeah. So they don't have to know my name because they've learned my voice because I call every Tuesday at like four o'clock and put in my order and they're like, hi, Sarah. My I've earned that just once a week. So hey, McDonald's, there we go. But yeah, I, I just has never been my preference okay. as just the flavor. But it is. There's like a lot once or twice a week. That seems a lot. Yeah. Have you not seen the studies where they put it in like the, the glass thing and they're like, how yeah, long it till mold. it takes to mold? Yeah. It doesn't mold. So as sometimes it doesn't just, bother you though. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, it does. It doesn't matter sometimes, though. It's just <laughs> Just gotta give me some good McDonald's. Oh, my eight-year-old loves her a Big Mac. Does she really? She does. So my kids didn't even know what Happy Meals were. Yeah. Until their dad took them because he saw like one of the banners. I think it was maybe a movie we saw. So yeah. like the toy and it thought it would be fun. fun. A one-time thing. A one-time thing. And so went to Happy Meal, like went to McDonald's, got the Happy Meal. We're so excited about the toys. My eight-year-old decides she does not like the the burgers at all. Not She's a fan of the flavor. One. She's had it in the Happy Meal, not a Big Mac, but like she yeah. had, they have the cheeseburger, whatever. Yeah. They 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 tolerate the fries. Yeah. It gets fine, but they were just really wanting to go for the toys, and so they went on a kick for it for a while. And they would ask me to go. I was like, no, that can be your special thing that you get to do with your dad. Good. It I doesn't like happen very often, no. but it is their special thing. I'm not hating on it. I, just, I mean, I'm, I've never I knew, liked the flavor. So I know it's of just, people that hit up McDonald's much, much more than I oh, do. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And so I'm like, you know what? If every once in a while I need to get a McDouble. Yep. There are people that swear that like the Diet Coke tastes different at Well, you know how McDonald's. I Diet Coke. So. <laughs> I'm just, people are like the fountain drinks at people McDonald's are different. That. They will say that. People say a that. Lot, which maybe there's something to that. I don't really know. But okay. Anyway. Um, okay. So about- <laughs> super size me. Movie. Yep. Got us on a fast food kick. But as we wait. bring it back to the fit to fat to fit. So this guy's journey wrote it in a book, became a thing. Well, it's a show now. So it's a So like other other people are doing this on the show? Yes. Oh. So now they have a show where there's other trainers that are doing basically the same thing he did. So we started clicking through and I can't remember if it was on Netflix or where we found it, but we found it and I was like, oh, this could be interesting you know, let's, let's check it out. And so they profile then through one episode, one trainer who's, I'm going to gain all this weight. It's fat and on then purpose. They, yep. And he gained 30 or 40 pounds. I don't remember how much it was because I only watched it about half of an episode and then I turned it off because then there was a, they paired him with a client, you know, that had the weight to lose, whatever. And 
I had to turn it off because I was really turned off by this particular trainer's coaching style. Okay. And it just made me really irritated because he had zero empathy, had more of like the drill sergeant, even though he still was not where he was. Yeah. He was showing that he was getting more tired off and he was taking more naps. He was out of breath doing certain things, but he, he was not experiencing that empathy that yeah. he should have. And he honestly, he was being a complete dick yeah. to that, that client that was struggling and it was just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And that just, I turned it off. I couldn't finish watching it because it was striking a nerve. Yeah. That it was just that particular trainer's personality. But I think it's really common. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Well, because like we said, I mean, I think that's kind of the whole, the gist of it all is that people who are personal trainers, fitness coaches are not the, Generally, they're not coming from a, the same place by any means as the clients coming to them. Mm-hmm. Not typically. No. Which is interesting. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So, you know, that that did not last with us. I thought I was going to maybe be lucky and find like a new episode or something or a new, you know. Was well, it just series. that one episode that got under your skin? I didn't even, I didn't even turn it back on. Maybe if I'd watch it again. Was it this guy? No. Oh, okay. No, it was another okay. you know, trainer that was That's just, what the show is, is like he has different trainers on. Yeah, so they okay. pick in different cities. They gain the weight. They pick a trainer who's willing to go through basically the whole experiment on their own. And I so, would like to watch that. And then go with a client. So I, I think it's just called Fit to Fat to Fit as the show. But well, this is interesting. He said, I used to think it was just a lack, talking about emotional connection to food. Yeah. I used to think it was just a lack of willpower and discipline until I undertook this journey. It was a huge struggle, and I was surprised at how hard my own body fought against me to go after those cravings I was experiencing. My eyes were truly open, and this is where I started to develop empathy instead of judgment for those that struggle with their weight or transformation in general. Wow, I like this. Yeah, so he 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 did it right. Yeah. You know, he had kind of the realizations. I think he's just trying to... I think he's done it again too, actually. Yeah. He said, I'm well, as of, as of this writing, he said, I'm currently on my second fit to fat to fit experiment, but this time it's different. It's about me trying to spread the message of empathy. Oh, well, see, look at that for more of it in the fitness industry in particular. I like this. Well, look at that. Here we go. Plus he's turning 40 this year. Oh geez. He's just a baby. Babe. Old. (laughs) No, this is awesome. I like this. Yeah. So it's good. So that. I mean, so the original kind of thought was this guy just did it. And then it turned to the, so maybe, maybe I should give another chance and find another trainer. Cause that one was not a good fit for me. At yeah. All. It was just, I bet there are some better ones. I'm sure this makes me want to like have the goal of being a fitness trainer, you know? So the, the <laughs> training studio, the studio that I worked at in Kansas city, I mean, I was a transformation for them because, mm-hmm. you know, I started going down this corporate path and I was deciding I didn't want to end up the way I kept seeing everyone walking around airports. Yeah. So I bought a program, did kind of their online thing because sure. I was gone all the time, but they had a lot of their trainers that they hired on were people that had, be, had been transformations themselves. Okay. That was kind of their thing yeah. that they did. So you know, a lot of us were ones that had been clients or, you know, kind of went through the own journey. They had a few people that had always been personal trainers that they hired on, but they really did like to bring on people that are clients that had done it on their own. Yeah. Absolutely. And so there is some, there's some power to that for sure. I think so. 
For sure. And so it's nice because you can have some relatability and you have all the different types of personalities. We had such a wide range of them of demographics. Like if you go there, the average career lifespan of a personal trainer is only like five years. So oftentimes you'll get somebody who came through college, was an athlete, you know, whatever else. Mm-hmm. They, by the time they get out of their twenties, they're probably not a trainer anymore. Yep. So stereotypically, yep. that's who you're seeing as trainers. You don't typically make it into your thirties no. in your training. But that's, and those are the stories I love. It's like we had Kirsten on at the beginning yeah. of the season who yeah. back, you know, back when her and I were hanging out, you know, she yeah. was fit. She looked great, yeah. but she wasn't into, wasn't a trainer. No. And then, you know, like one of my sister is, she recently started lifting. Yeah. And her body um, in the last year, you know, it's just always fun to hear about like those stories of like people who did not. And then they did. Yeah. Cause you can do it. You can do anything. So that also then remind me as we were talking about shows, what was the name of that show that you had me watching on Netflix? And I, I have, I need to pick it up and watch it again. Physical 100. Oh yeah. It was like all like gymnast, bodybuilder. I mean, world-class, the fit, but he was like the fittest people in South Korea, South Korea. Yeah. Not North Korea. Not North China? Korea. No, South Korea. It was South Korea. Yeah. I don't even remember now. Not North Korea. <laughs> I get Which it. country? I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. South, South Korea. Korea. Okay. It was all the fittest people. There was 100. I mean, but there were people from all other countries and stuff. That's true. But well, they had to live there, weren't they? Because there was like a guy from Germany, but he was living in South yeah, Korea. Yeah. I mean, for the show. So, but yeah, it was like the fittest of the fit. Yeah, influencers, gymnasts, professional Mm -hmm. athletes, MMA fighters. It was all of it. And it wrestlers. It was wild. So it was wild. Put them through these competitions. And what was really interesting oh, and there was one guy that was like a rock climbing rescue guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he actually, I think he did really well. Spoilers, but he did really well. Versus like the bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. So. You know, you've got all these people that look in shape, mm-hmm. their physique is on point, but then it's like you put them in real life athletic based mm-hmm. situations. They can't perform. And <laughs> Well, and that's what like all of these people in whatever niche, whatever, yeah. the, whatever it is that they do, they're the best in it. Right. And now you're getting them all together. And it was what really struck me was that how inadequate they all felt. Oh, they did. When standing next to. They did each other. Yes. And so that was like, I mean, you know, compared to any Joe Schmo, like they all look great. Oh, they were all super fit. They were all super lean. They all had great physiques, Mm -hmm. but every single one of them hit that happened when they got all into a room together. All of them. Holy cow. Yes. And so that is really important because I think as you're somebody that you are looking at someone else's physique and you Mm -hmm. think that that's your goal physique, Mm -hmm. that person is having all kinds of issues with where they're currently at and they're looking at somebody else or, you know, they, you think that they're like the perfect physique they have things that they're still self-conscious Absolutely. about that they are working on or they want to work towards or that they don't like about themselves. Mm-hmm. And in that show, it was very apparent because they it talked was. about it. They were like, oh. Because these were all amazing looking. Oh, look at those know. abs. They, well, the, there was and one. the translation <laughs> was really bad. <laughs> the translation because was really none bad. none of them were speaking English. Me and, so me they and Jerry still quote that show all the time. We're like, so cool. Ooh, he's so, so fast. He's so cool. Oh, this is so cool. This so, all, everything was so, so cool. Strong. Oh, look at his abs. Wow. During the actual competitions, we would turn off the subtitles to where it would like translate into, oh. into English. 
and just like listen to, to because to like get the actual emotion oh, yeah. that they were feeling oh, like yeah. through their voice. Yes. So during the competitions, we would turn that off so we could just like hear. hear. We could still read what they were saying, uh-huh. but we couldn't. And it was it was men and women all against yeah, each other. And it, yeah, there all were no like categories. So they were all different weight classes. Mm-hmm. It was and it was such a wide range. And some of the women made it to the pro, I think. Pretty far. Last ten. See, and that I mean, it's impressive to think about what you can do, and mm-hmm. so it's just don't just look at somebody and think that they're going to be mm-hmm. plopped into another situation. It actually reminded me of American Ninja Warriors set up a trial course in mm-hmm. Kansas City, and we joked at the gym because their recruiters had called like every single one of us yeah. asking us to come try out for American Ninja Warriors, and we were like, no, we we might look. Fit, but that is gymnast level stuff you for know display they, only it, it we were all just <laughs> for display only don't put us in kind of any athletic uh-uh. situation fail like there's no way i would make it past the first like little po- like pedestal thing that you have to jump to yeah no way no way i mean people but you have do, so you have all these muscles what a waste there is a waste, what a waste. really i mean other than you just like <laughs> Get to like, you know, or like flex it and pose it in front of the mirror a little bit, but just see you know, a little, little pecs here and there, oh a little flex. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. But yeah, you know, and so just, I mean, is there a difference between like functional and non-functional muscles? I mean, I think as far as like when you like, yeah, for body. Yeah. Builders. I mean, really, really, because you built those in the gym, but they talked about that on that physical 100 yeah. or whatever, where he's like. Your muscles are made in the gym. Mine was made from rescuing people on like the side of these mountains. Yeah. And he's like, mine are functional. And so, yeah, I, I do. I, Here's a funny story. I'm sure there's scientific proof about it, but personally, I'm sure absolutely. there is. Funny story is, um, since we've started this podcast, people in my circle seem to think that I, you know, something now can about dispense this? <laughs> advice. <laughs> I've had people come to me about supplements. I've had people come. So I had a friend recently ask me about, this do you think that building your muscles in the gym versus building your muscles you know in, in a physical job make any difference and you know what I told her what'd you tell her it depends <laughs> depends, yes. on, depends on your goals <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you'll get muscles but I don't if you are somebody that you do a physical job day in and day out and you've built those muscles to that job yeah you will definitely do that job better than somebody walking in off the street that maybe looks similar, but got theirs in the gym. There's there's because you've got more experience. You were built to actually do that. And so there are people like back to the American Ninja Warrior. There are people that specifically train for those courses like all year long. Yeah. They're gymnasts. There are people that have done all the rock climbing stuff and they're just, they're, you know, somehow really light. Like they'll be really lean, but they're just really light on their feet and they can crawl and they can climb. Yeah. I still, I mean, I am heavy. I've not really, there's once in my life that I could do decent pull-ups. Yeah. But other than that, it's, that's not my thing. We need to do a pull-up challenge. Not now. Oh. Not now. Not right now. That was the one thing. Did you have growing up the presidential? Yeah, I think we talked in about elementary school. Yeah. Where I ran the yeah. seven, it was the one six and a half thing. minute mile. <laughs> The one thing I could never do was the pull-up. I couldn't even do the hanging thing. I think I did. Every time I, I did okay it. on the pull-ups. I might just be oh. making this up. It might have been a fever dream. I don't know. It's traumatic, really talking about this over again. Because like, it's the one thing that I, pull-ups are not my thing. But you have to do like that hand strength and stuff too, you know, to do some of those Scott, courses. That's another great idea. Uh-oh. We're not training for American Ninja Warrior. No. 
<laughs> but we should do the elementary school like physical oh, fitness. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really fun. That would be the one that we could have the it's girls like a voiceover. One mile run. Remember the boxes where you had to like put your hands together and like seat the, yeah, the, the reach, the street, the, the reach, the street, the street, <laughs> the sit and reach test, sit and reach, sit and reach. There was the mile. Was there jump roping or there was vertical jump? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pull up. There were seven things. Why do I feel like there's seven? Here, I don't wait. know. Okay, I think we should do that. That would actually be entertaining. I would actually be even more entertaining is it if I had my numbers from elementary school. Do they still do that? I don't know. Presidential fitness. School. What do you mean you don't know? Oh, presidential fitness award. Okay, so maybe we can find it really quick. Then we can wrap. We can wrap this thing yeah. up. Um, it was created. Established by Lyndon B. Johnson in 1966. Mm-hmm. I knew that. To honor. Okay. So here. Some government officials said, let's <laughs> make all let's to make children reach run. the same baseline. Uh-huh. Oh, recipients are boys and girls 10 to 17. And there, here's the award. Okay. So pull-ups. The boys were pull-ups and the girls were the flexed arm hang. Mm. Sit-ups. Shuttle run. So five or seven? I'm seeing five. Seven. I got seven. So pull-ups are the flexed. So ours would be the flexed arm hang. Sit-ups, shuttle run, standing broad jump, 50-yard dash, softball throw for distance. I don't remember doing that one. So that must have gotten scratched at some point. And then the 600-yard walker run. 600 yards. How many meters would that be? Would that be a... We did a one-mile run. I feel like we did a one-mile run, too. Yeah, this must have been updated. I don't know. Clickamericana.com is not accurate. Imagine that. And you just... Something on the internet? Something on the internet is not correct. All right. So, I mean, we could do something like that. I think it'd be fun just to see where we're at. That would be really fun. So, let's go ahead and... Measure our body composition. Oh, you mean do body composition? Yep. With let's do body composition, and then let's do the physical fitness test. Okay. See, see which one of us is better than the other. Yeah, I like it. I'm all for a friendly competition. Might not end. Might not end up friendly at the end, but it's fine. I mean, I'm. You're fine. I'm. I won't be fine. We'll see. I'll still love you. All right. Well, we'll we'll do it. That's, it brought up a whole nother brought up a whole nother topic for us. So I don't. <laughs> no I challenge. think so I think just fit to fat to fit was awesome to begin with, and then I should maybe try to give the show a chance again. Just not that particular. I episode, think it'd be. It sounds super interesting. I didn't know it anything is really about interesting. This. Yeah. What we're not going to probably do, I'm guessing. No. <laughs> what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm not doing this challenge. I'm not going to do this fit to fat to fit. No, no, no. Oh. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a hard no. I know. Well, I, I mean, I did actually, it four times already. I was going to kind of go there. I was going to say the supersize me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no. Oh, that's, that's man. Not, that's, I'm not even serious. About I that. don't even. I could. I would not feel good. I, we could maybe do it for a day. Breakfast, three, lunch, and dinner. Three McDonald's on meals one for day. a day. Supersized. They don't have it. It's not a thing anymore. We could, we could just we figure should, it out. We should go to the drive-thru and ask them. Two and egg like, muffins and two hash browns for for breakfast. Two? Why are we doubling it down? Dude, I can't eat just one egg McMuffin. Really? <laughs> oh, Lordy. I, I should have asked what I was getting myself into before I two egg, Three would be too much for me. Two is my baseline. Okay. I can't eat Plus just one Plus the egg hash brown? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you get something to drink? No. Okay. Two egg McMuffins, two hash browns. 
for breakfast. That's like a lot. Wait, you have two hash browns? So you do no, two and two? No, I don't. I'm telling you what we're going to do. Oh, okay, I okay. I do okay. eat two egg muffins. Okay, okay. The second hash brown is what puts it on. <laughs> okay. So we're just going straight for it. Starting in breakfast in the morning. We're just going to go oh, straight yeah. over. Okay. Two egg McMuffins, two hash browns, lunch, 20 piece chicken nugget. Okay. Two McDoubles. For lunch? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, if we're going to do, do that, you just want to eat like a meal. You just want like a meal. I'm, I'm trying to like push it a little bit. You're yeah, you're pushing it. All right, let's do a 10 piece nugget. I mean, I'm down for the 20 piece nugget, but do you ask, do we have to do fries too or no? Do oh you, yeah. So 20 piece chicken nugget with the fries for lunch. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to throw a McDouble on there? I don't think I could. Okay. Dinner. All right, let's go big for dinner. Okay. What's the biggest sandwich they've got? Oh, I mean, it, I mean, the biggest I do there is probably quarter pounder with cheese. I'm not a Big Mac fan. Okay, it's like quarter pounder with cheese. That's not very big though. I mean, really, a quarter pounder with cheese. That's a, I mean, to me, I feel like a half pound burger is. You know, you only want to do the quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, we can add more. It's fine. Are we actually doing this? Maybe. <laughs> we should do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. We'll report back on the next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. What would be the, we got to do fries again, right? Because that constantly. You got to do fries all the time. They still have salads. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to They did. Maybe. You don't even know that they used to. <laughs> I got to have a shake in there then. Oh, for sure. Maybe so iced coffee a, with maybe like one of those iced. You could do pop like a pop for the lunch and then a shake for the drink for supper. Oh, yeah. If the ice cream machine is working. Questionable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope. Or, you know, a McFlurry. Yeah. Let's just go wild. You know what? You go to McDonald's for three meals a day and get what you want to get. I'll go get what I want to get. And then we'll compare notes. And then we'll be like, how do you feel? What did I eat? How are you doing? What'd you eat? Yeah. All right. I mean, it's a very skinny down version of the super size me. days though. That's a whole That'd be a lot. I situation. mean, three meals a day for 30 days. Like he got to the point where he work, sleep. I mean, he was sleeping. Honestly, was I think to truly the get things. the gist of it, probably not for you because I think you're much more in tune to your body than I am. I would feel like shit after a day for sure. I think it would take two days of doing it to be like, oh, really feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be hard. This, the volume of food that we just described is a lot <laughs> of food. So I'm already like, oh. no protein shakes. Uh, okay. All right. Just McDonald's. Fine. No. Mm. <laughs> this is not going to be fun. <laughs> We're not actually going to do this. This is not going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And you know, well, here's, here's what we'll do. We'll just put a little pin in that. We're just going to talk we'll, about it at a later date. We're going to put a pin in that thought. <laughs> we're going to keep thinking about it. The wine's, it will come the back. wine's been a flow in tonight. We're going to come back, back and circle we're going to circle back on that after we've had a chance to think about it a little bit okay. and see if that's really what we want to do. So, okay. okay. And then we're going to do the physical fitness. Yeah. Sometime. And the body composition. So yes, yes, yes. To be, to be continued. We have a lot. So a lot yeah, we of do. stuff on our list. So, all right. So. I love the idea of this. Yeah, the I love the, the empathy aspect. You know, I think it's a lot to get there, but I think I like that empathy side. So I, like it I love it. But check it I out. It. That's it. 
yeah. all we got. Okay. So until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to head over to our Instagram at Nacho Fitness Coach and let us know how you feel about the topic. Do you love it or hate it? Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening. And if you like our podcast, leave us a rating. See you next time. You've been listening to Euphony Innovatives Sonified.